And now, Lifestyles Unlimited presents the Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Over the next hour, we unfold your map to financial freedom. You'll learn how to retire through investing in single-family and multifamily real estate. You'll learn how to create cash flow and build wealth so you can have the time and money to live the lifestyle you want. Welcome to the show. My name is Al Gordon, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. And on today's show, it's another edition of Tell Al Tuesday, and I've asked Bob and Janine to join me today. They are what I would consider a father-daughter powerhouse. I, I, I don't know any other clean way to put it. These two have been involved with real estate investing for, for a while now. Bob a little bit longer than Janine, and Bob's the one that got Janine involved, and over the last couple of years, they, they've made some amazing, amazing results with real estate investing. So what I want to do for all of you is I want to get into their story and I want to get into where they're going. I mean, we can talk about all the great results that they've had with their past. We can talk about the fact that Bob is averaging somewhere around 55% in average yearly returns since he bought into real estate assets. We could talk about Janine getting similar results with 35.5%. Now, some of you are listening to me and saying, whoa, 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 stop right there, Al. Stop, stop. Where do you get these numbers from, these, this 55% and this 35.5%? Well, I got these numbers directly from them. These, these are results that they reported to me based off of investments that they have made that have gone full cycle. They have made great returns on investment by doing the things that we teach at Lifestyles Unlimited. Now, Bob had the head start. Janine got into the business a little bit afterwards, and she's getting the same types of great results. Now, they both own a bunch of real estate that's currently in progress. What does that mean in progress? It means that they bought into the asset and that asset is currently operating. They've not come to a point where they're going to liquidate the asset. In other words, close down the asset and realize all of their capital gains and realize all of their eventual returns. And as I look at their, their portfolio, I'm starting to realize that Bob has probably two properties that are currently in progress for every one that he sold. And Janine isn't too far behind. She's pretty darn close. Now, something else I need to tell you about this dynamic duo. They are what we consider lead investors. What does that mean? What is a lead investor? I've never heard that term before, Al. Well, lead investor is a term that we use at Lifestyles Unlimited to describe what you might understand as a syndicator. Now, in Lifestyles Unlimited, we don't like that term syndicator because it, it's got a dirty connotation to it because there are people out there in the rest of the world that do bad things as syndicators. They strip out all the profits. They strip out everything out of the deal, and then they leave their investors with the crumbs. In Lifestyles Unlimited, we don't do that. We believe that there has to be a healthy relationship between the syndicator and the investors in that deal. And if all of the parties are getting great rates of return, then the deal is successful. Now, let me point out to you that everything that Bob and Janine have invested in, they did not necessarily buy as a lead investor. They are also passive investors with other Lifestyles Unlimited members who are lead investors. Yeah, I've got you all confused now, right? Okay, let me just take a step back and let me bring Bob and Janine onto the 
onto the show. The reason we're going to do this is you're going to find out that they're just human beings like you and I. They put their pants on the same way we put our pants on, and they also had the same difficulty in their life dealing with how they were going to achieve retirement. Now, both of them have different stories about that, so let's do this. Let's welcome them to the show. Bob and Janine, welcome back to the show. So glad to have you back. I'm really looking forward to, to picking your brain because there are people out there that I guarantee you are going through the same thing that maybe you went through at one point in your life, probably about the same time you decided you wanted to become a real estate investor. So, so let's do this. Bob, let's start with you. What were you doing for employment and why step away from what you were doing for employment and trade all that in for real estate investing? Okay, so Al, I was a, uh, I worked for engineering construction companies for 40 years, um, I lived uh, in Houston for 32 years, and then I moved to Colorado for seven years, and then I moved back to Austin. And uh, while I was in Colorado, that was kind of my last hurrah uh, with a company uh, in uh, in the engineering construction business. I was uh, looking forward to retirement at the time, and uh, you know I was struggling with the idea that, okay, for 40 years now or 35 years or whatever, I've been investing in my 401k. I've been buying stocks. I've been watching the market go up and down. And I've been gathering money, this pile of money, so that I could retire. And then now that it's time to start thinking about retiring, I'm wondering, well, how is this going to look that I'm now taking away from this pile of money? And by the way, the pile of money was not quite that big when when I thought about my life having to maybe maybe go on for another 20 or 30 years. So I was uh, looking for uh, a way to supplement my income or somehow get some passive income so that I could retire at the same lifestyle or similar lifestyle to what, uh, to what I was used to. And so uh, I ran across uh, Lifestyles Unlimited. I'm kind of a talk show junkie and uh, ran across Dell on the radio and uh, listened to him for several years. And uh, then when we moved back to Austin, we jumped right into Lifestyles. Now, Janine, were you watching your dad go through this? We were watching it. Um, Andre and I, my husband Andre and I, were, um, when, they, when my parents moved back to Austin, we uh, were working our jobs that, and have been for years. Um, I was a dyslexia therapist. Um, working for a small independent school, which I really loved my job. We um, were starting to have kids, and it was starting to get busier. And Andre had been in the hotel industry when he first moved here from Brazil. He's originally from Brazil. Moved here, was in the hotel industry for a while, and um, then went on to work for Apple in the tech industry. And... We would see my parents all the time once they moved back to Austin, and we started to hear about lifestyles. We, um, you know, go over to their house, and there would—it it seemed like there was always 
um, a check or two sitting on the counter. And when I would say, you know, where's this coming from? And, you know, my daughter said, oh, that's our passive income. You know, it comes every quarter. And, and then one day I asked him about it again. And, you know, we would, we would ask him. To, and, and then they bought, a, bought an apartment complex in San Antonio um, with a handful of partners. And so we started to hear all about that and what it was like to be a lead. Um, and one day he said something, you know, of course, there were, we'd gone over there. There were a couple of checks on the counter. And he had said something like, yeah, you know, I'm making more in passive income than I was at the height of my career after <laughs> working in engineering construction for 40 years. And that really was like, wow, that's my dad's a really hard worker and I know he did pretty well. So um, that, that really kind of kind of hit home. So you, you let dad do all the heavy lifting and you watched to see if this stuff was going to be legit. Is that a fair statement? That's a fair statement. Um, I also asked a lot of questions along the way. So I feel like, and I, and I tend to do that in general. I always have asked a lot of questions. So I feel like we were just, yeah, kind of watching him, gathering information, listening to how things were going and, and trying to think about, you know, Andre would come and I would come home and we'd be talking about it. Like, wow, this seems like a pretty, pretty cool thing. Could we do this? How would this work? How would we get into it? All of that. So how long did it actually take you to pull the trigger? I mean, once once you realized what dad was up to and, and Bob, you weren't you weren't keeping any secrets from them, were you? No, I was not. Uh, but but I, at the same time, I was not pushing them. Uh, no, not at all. I, I, you know, I was just uh, I was just uh, doing whatever, you know, I did. And, uh, you know, I found it interesting. I mean, I, we also have a son. Janine would come over and ask all these questions and we would have good conversations about it and all that kind of stuff. And, 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 uh, in reality, my, my son, uh, showed no interest at all. He's a little younger though, too, but, um, I found that interesting, but, uh, yeah, I, um, yeah, they, they, uh, they jumped in two years after we did I think it was 2015 that they became preferred members and uh, started investing passively at that time. To my surprise, actually, a little bit to my surprise. Okay, fair enough, fair enough. So, so Janine, you you saw your dad achieving excellent results, and you decided you wanted to get the same type of results for yourself and for Andre too, correct? Yes, yeah. So it's 2015, you jump in. Now, did you guys, like, quit your jobs? Hey, I'm a real estate investor. No. I don't have to work anymore. No, you didn't do that? Why not? No, we didn't do that. We, we kept working. We invested passively in a couple of deals um, with leads who we had met. We would go um, to lifestyles events, case studies, road trips when we could. We did a lot of um, – online learning, jumped right into all of education. A lot of it we had talked about. Um, it was actually really cool because we had had a lot of conversations with my parents about it and kind of had a basic framework. So as we went through the education, there was a lot of new learning that happened. But at the same time, um, you know, we, we, had a, we had a pretty good framework to, to base everything off of. 
Um, and then we had continued talking to my dad about, you know, what should our path be? Because there are a few ways we could, a few different directions we could go. Um, and we started with the passive investing, but we, we really were looking to, to replace our income. Um, and what was that going to look like? And how would that work? And he was thinking about buying his next deal. Um, when the right deal came along, he was underwriting lots of deals um, and then found a deal in Austin. And um, and it's, it was a 182-unit property. And he said, you know, I want to – we had talked a lot about, you know, he wanted to do another deal, but he also um, – wanted to have, you know, we, we talked about me learning from him and being the operations lead, um, and learning in that way, uh, you know, how to move towards, towards becoming a lead ourselves. And so that's exactly what we did. So that's, that's a pretty cool scenario. So you have dad who goes first. He decides that he's going to buy real estate. He's going to invest in it. He is going to bring other people into that real estate. He's going to own it. He's going to operate it. And then along comes Janine, and Janine shows this interest in the same type of real estate. So now the strategy transitions a little bit to where J- Bob wants to help out Janine, and he brings her in to do the operations piece. Have I gotten this up to to speed so far are we up caught up with you guys now exactly all right so what what i'm painting for the audience is i'm painting a very very interesting scenario where you have a paternal relationship with a child and that paternal relationship is intense it is intense in a very good way intense you have a father that's looking out for the best interests of his daughter and his daughter who's looking out for the best interests of her family and all together it makes for a perfect perfect investing relationship we come back from the break we're going to get into it stick around got questions call lifestyles unlimited at 855-497-4335 the real estate investor radio show continues next lifestyles unlimited success stories if you got laid off tomorrow What would you do? Would you have to be working at McDonald's or wait to try and find another job with the downsizing the economy? Kept on coming to meetings, even with David Fisher online and stuff like that, but still we just like, we need to make the jump. So we kept praying for time to get this job done, to to be able to find the properties. How do we find the properties? How do you find the time? And God answered our prayers and he got downsized from his corporate job. This house was a dog and through the rehab, I think we turned it into a little pony. You bought the house for $73,000. Correct. And your appraised value actually is $144,000. You put in forty-five for the work, so that leaves you a net equity of 11000 with a return on capital gain of 70%. The cash flow is $458 a month for a cash-on-cash return rate of 35%. In person and online learning dates at LUKstudy.com. Creating the lifestyle you've always wanted. You're hearing Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. 
Welcome back to the second half of the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show. My name is Al Gordon. I'm joined by Bob and Janine, and together we are all working on your financial freedom. And we're going to do so by getting into the nuts and bolts of their story. Now, up to this point, you've learned that Bob and Janine, they're father and daughter, but they're not necessarily an investing couple. Let's make that very clear. They are independent of each other. Have they invested in each other's opportunities? Yes, they have. Have they invested alone? Yes, they have. And that's the point I want to make is I want to make this very clear. They are even even though they're completely related, they're completely separate on how they operate their businesses. Now, as we were going to break, um, I came up with an epiphany and I, I realized that, you know, there's there's a lot going on here where Bob really wants to help out his daughter. I mean, he's feeling that that paternal instinct to help out his daughter and he wants her to flourish. He wants her to do very well. He also wants that for his son. But as we learned, only the daughter was interested in doing this real estate investing. So, so Bob, g- get into the nuts and bolts. Give, give me from a dad's perspective why child A is doing real estate investing and child B rejects it. Yeah, and I can, I can never explain this. Uh, I, I will never be able to explain this, or, or maybe I will, but at this point I can't. Uh, what I find interesting is uh, really I never – had any intention of pushing either my daughter or my son into real estate investing. I mean, as a father, I want my children to succeed, and I want them to be happy with whatever they are doing. I do not necess- That does not necessarily translate into being an, a real estate investor or in being or, or being a partner with me in a business. It just translates into wanting your child to do to succeed and to be happy. And uh, I found it kind of interesting that, uh, you know, Janine and Andre, they're very interested in this, and they, uh, they actually are doing pretty well in their passive investing. And, you know, who am I to say that, hey, you ought to join us and uh, – and, and uh, you know, in the properties we're buying or that I need to help you in any way. But they basically came to me. I mean, they came to us and they said, hey, you know, help us understand how we can do this, you know. And it just so happened that I was buying this big property in Austin. It was a great opportunity. Uh, I am an older guy, so so... You know, I am looking for some sort of succession plan, uh, some way to transition away from the everyday work. And so I offered to Janine that she could be the operations lead on this property. And, uh, you know, she would basically be managing the managers. And and I know Janine very well, quite obviously. She's a very smart individual. She has all of the tools in her tool bag to be able to do this. And it was merely a matter of learning the details. And uh, she picked it up. She ran ran with the ball. She quit her job. And uh, and the rest is history now. 
All right, Janine, we got to get into the cross-examination. Is that really how it went down? <laughs> Is that really the story? That's that's pretty much how it went down, yeah. We we had talked about, you know, Andre and I would talk to my parents all the time about, you know, how, how are we going to make this happen? How can we move forward? What's the next step? Um, you know, we really want to... We really want to replace our W-2 income, and how is that going to look? We had little ones at home. We were having babies, and it was busy, and um, I was just very eager to to learn the business. And, you know, one of the things we also knew, Andre and I also knew, is, you know, we live in the Austin area. We weren't, for us, moving, you know, Having owning a property and for me to be the operations lead on a property in San Antonio was not going to work for our family. We knew that it was going to need to be closer, um, and and that that was something that that worked out and helped us to move forward. So, what I want to do, guys, is is I want to get into a conversation about an asset that you you currently are owning and operating. If I if I understand it correctly, Janine, you you've got a property that you're working on right now. Bob, if I understand correctly, you're invested in that property. But correct me if I'm wrong. Give me the parameters of the deal and tell me about what the the current asset looks like. The the most recent one you guys picked up. The most recent deal we purchased is actually around the corner from from Arbor Trails. Um, it's 48 units. Um, we bought it about a year ago, um, and it was pretty sad when we purchased it. The previous owner had owned it for um, 10 or 11 years, and um, I had actually been talking. I had I'd gotten his contact information and talked to him for a while. Then finally, one day, he just decided he was ready to sell, and, and that was that. And the rents, you know, we knew that the rents were very, very, very low over there. And we knew what we could do with the rents and how we could improve the community because we owned the property right around the corner. And it was just kind of like screaming at us to, to buy it. And um, it worked out. We got the deal done, took over. We did all the tender love and care <laughs> immediately right up front. We knew also when we were buying it, actually the expectation when, um, as we were going through the acquisition process was that we were going to lose many of the residents um, just because the rents were so low and there were um, some pretty high delinquencies, a handful. So we had counted on maybe, you know, 15 to 20%, up to 15 to 20% of the residents would move out and um, we would improve, improve the interiors, do the, re- do the rehab on the interiors and then lease them out at a, at a higher rent. Actually, it was pretty crazy because when we took over, we learned very quickly that we, we only had one resident move out right away and not pay out of the delinquencies. And everybody else, it was like, we just had to ask for, for the rent. And then they paid and they wanted to stay. We raised the rent like. $500. What does that do to the value of the overall property? Well, of course, the value is increasing month by month because the, the income is increasing. The expenses are actually not very high. Um, the income is, is increasing significantly each month. It trends upward. 
and um, an NOI is going up. And as the NOI increases, of course, the value, the value of the business, the value of the property increases. Another great thing about it has been that we, we run this 48 unit property um, through the same office that we run um, the 100 unit across the street. And so we use the same manager. Some of the expenses are able to be split between the properties like marketing expenses. Uh, we run it through the same website. So actually the rent increases that we had projected in our pro forma, um, we didn't factor in the, the fact because there are certain things about this 48 unit that, you know, each unit that, that aren't necessarily as attractive as Arbor Trails across the street. Arbor Trails, every unit has, every apartment home has a, a balcony, for example. And at this property, they don't. So we thought, well, the rents are going to be a little bit lower over there. But as you market them together, you learn that actually it doesn't make sense to the resident coming in. The, the price needs to make sense. And it's all going to the same website. So um, new residents were willing to pay just, you know, a reasonable amount compared to, to Arbor Trails. And they actually really love garden trails. Some residents ask for garden trails rather, rather than Arbor Trails because it kind of feels cozy with this courtyard in the middle. It's, it's really interesting. Some of those things you can't predict. Yeah, it's just a feature of the property that, yeah, again, you can't necessarily change unless you want to drop a whole bunch of money into it. But it doesn't necessarily make sense to drop a bunch of money into features that the residents aren't expecting, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So you've been able to increase the value of this particular 48-unit apartment community. How much have you been able to increase the value over the past year? I, 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 honest, I honestly, I'm not sure. Bob, what would you... What would you put that at? Well, you know, typically uh, for every dollar of increase in NOI, uh, your value goes up 10 times that. So, um, yeah, I, I, I don't have the numbers right in front of me. I do know that we've increased the uh, the average rental rate by 26% in the last year uh, and that the um, – the renewal rate is 70%, which is way above the average uh, renewal rate. Now, we kind of anticipated this because uh, across the street, the renewal rate is 70% as well. So this is a community where there's a lot of families. Uh, you know, over the years, a lot of families and friends live together, and they want to live there. This is their home. And we've improved their living environment significantly with all the rehab and the upgrades we've done. And so they just want to live there. And and uh, it's just a great, I, I mean, it's great for them and it's great for us and it's great for our investors uh, that, uh, you know, we were able to buy the property and uh, we're really happy about it now. You know, and, and, the, and the cash flow is nice. And uh, it seems to be uh, all falling in place pretty well. Yes, I, I would agree um, that that we thought that this we knew that this was this was going to be the result or, or the way the property ran based on our experience at the property across the street. But we thought there would be a time period in the beginning where we would have to stabilize it. What's fascinating about this property is that it was 
from the get-go, it was very stable. We fully expected to go through a transition period of, you know, six months, nine months, a year, up to a year, where it really didn't feel stable. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I totally get it. And so I I think the big takeaway that I'm learning from this is that because of a relationship that you, Janine, built with an owner of an adjacent property, you were able to eventually acquire that property. And that property has fit so well into your portfolio that it's been one of the easier ones for you to run and operate. Is that is that a fair statement? Absolutely. That sums it up really well, Al. And, and I think you've been able to do some things for your investors in the in the first year that maybe they weren't expecting. Is, is that a fair statement? Yes. Yes. So if, if I were an investor in this property, which unfortunately I'm not because I was cash poor when this property came came out, I, I saw it. I got the opportunity to look at it. I got the opportunity to salivate over it. And then I got the opportunity to go, <laughs> Al, you have no money. Why are you reading all this stuff? And the reason I'm reading all this stuff is because it keeps me it keeps me engaged with what's going on. But I also know that that was a beautiful property and it was a property that you acquired at a time period where there were a lot of people were, that were thinking about, well, real estate is done. It's it's overcooked. It's overbanked. And the reality of it is you've made great returns in the last year just by doing what we teach you to do at Lifestyles Unlimited. Bob, Janine, I want to thank you for being on the show. I know people learned a lot from you. And if you want to get started, go to lifestylesunlimited.com, sign up for a free workshop, and let's get you going. Thank you for listening to Lifestyles Unlimited's Real Estate Investor Radio Show. Ready for more of the map? Visit lifestylesunlimited.com. Explore our videos and articles. Click on the radio tab to access past show podcasts. View the radio show schedule and listen to our best of radio shows. Want to continue the conversation? Follow Lifestyles Unlimited on Facebook today. We want to meet you as well. Sign up for a free workshop at lifestylesunlimited.com. Until next time, remember, it's not the money, it's the lifestyle. The information and opinions you hear on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show are those of the hosts, guests, and callers and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Lifestyles Unlimited Real Estate Investor Radio Show constitutes an endorsement recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security.